and welcome to Casey's Ice Cream Parlour, the Sweet Valley Recap Podcast. I'm Paula and I'm here with Rich. Hello there. This fortnight we have been reading One of the Gang, book yes. number 10. Oh, we have indeed. Is Jessica really as perfect as she thinks she is? It asks us. Right. Um. Yeah, probably. No, she's not. <laughs> um, and we've got a turquoise cover and it's got a picture of Jessica on the front and yep. she's on crutches yeah she's got the crutch there and who has she got her arm around uh, pamela pamela who we're about to meet and probably never hear from ever again they both look pretty dorky don't they they do both look even quite jessica dorky. yeah jessica's like... looking surprisingly dorky there yeah and it's called one of the gang and i don't really understand why because no it um know. Yeah, it doesn't really work, does it, actually, this title, which is odd. Um, Normally, the title is always kind of relevant, but Mm. one of the gang is kind of... Well, I guess it kind of is. Like, she's trying to be part of Sweet Valley Middle School. Or Jessica's one of the disabled gang. Jessica's one of the... Yeah, that's (laughs) what it is. Jessica's one of the disabled gang. It says on the back, one of the gang, winning and losing. Jessica Wakefield has always been the centre of everything at school. And Pamela Jacobson has always spent her time on the sidelines, especially in the gym. When Jessica hurts her ankle, she starts to feel left out too. Suddenly, the two girls have something in common. Jessica, who's chairman of the Mini Olympics, can hardly get to and from class, let alone run the committee meetings. And bossy Lila Fowler begins to take advantage of Jessica's injury to gain more power so she can run the Olympics her way. That's when Jessica comes up with a plan. With Pamela's help, it might just put both of them in the winner's circle. Hmm... It makes Jessica sound nicer than she is. <laughs> She's not nice. Basically, in this using book. Pamela in this book. In fact, there is a point in this book where Jessica outright says, "I'm bored of being nice." Yeah, <laughs> like I'm fed up of being good. And in my opinion, Lila is the only person who speaks any sense in this book. Uh you might be right. As y- you might be right, as happens quite often. Uh yeah, it does. It does <laughs> happen quite often. Although Jessica's quite <clears throat> often the the voice of sense as well. When Liz is the one going, mm. you know, off on some crazy crusade. But um, let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, we open in the Wakefield Spanish Child Kitchen. Jessica's doing her homework. Yes, and um, and uh, <clears throat> Stephen as well. They're, they're both working on their homework and Liz is uh, cleaning up. Yeah, Liz is uh, baking cookies. Yeah. Probably because she's finished all her homework days ago because she's so perfect. Well, yes, and um, we, we fall into f- familiar territory. Jess is like, hey, Liz... Can you uh, help me with my homework? Stephen tells them that he has got ESP, extrasensory perception. Yes, he can. (coughs) Easy for me to say. He can now tell the future. He says he knew Jessica would ask Elizabeth for help. Yeah. Um, And Liz says you wouldn't need ESP ESP to guess that. Yeah, exactly. And Jessica says he's weird and obnoxious. Yeah, so this is, uh, oh lord, this is the start of Stephen saying really obvious things as if he's got ESP in this book, mm. which is like all he does through the whole book now. It's pretty irritating. Yeah, well it irritates the twins. <clears throat> so Liz has finished baking the cookies and she starts cleaning up and Jessica thinks she can't understand her sister's behaviour sometimes. Quote, imagine actually cleaning up after baking. Yeah, disgusting. Imagine that. Lila's got slaves for that. <laughs> And we get the description, as always, blonde hair, blue-green eyes, four minutes apart. Um, how Liz is hard-working, and Jessica's basically a lazy, shallow bitch who hangs around with snobs. Liz is equally shallow, Pretty but in different ways. 
Um, and Stephen also says he knew Jessica would be appointed chairman of the Mini Olympics. Yes, so uh, the uh, Mini Olympics <clears throat> uh, has been arranged and organised, and it's it's arranged and organised by sixth graders for the sixth grade and and the lower grades. Yeah, so it's an annual day-long festival that the sixth graders organise for the younger grades, and they join in too. Yeah, which makes no sense because it's like it's not really for the younger grades, then, is it? It's no. for everyone. <laughs> and and if the older grades are mixed with the younger grades, the older grades are clearly going to win it pretty much yeah. every event. Um, also, this isn't just a twins question. This is a Sweet Valley question in general. How many goddamn committees have we had in the last like six months of reading these books? Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah. So this is the Mini Olympics committee now. <laughs> like this must be like the fifth committee we've dealt with mm. in the last month or so. Like I feel like every book's a committee. But Jessica says uh, anyone could have guessed that it would be me because I'm so perfect for the job. Well, yes, of course. She tosses her hair around. Actually, Liz is much better suited for this job than Jess. But, yeah. You know, because well, you know, Liz is the one that tends to organize things and do stuff. Hmm. Well, Elizabeth gushes uh, that Jessica's going to put together the best mini Olympics the school has ever seen. Yeah, well, uh, she she better do because it, it's it's pretty clear almost immediately that Jessica is mainly only doing this to impress janet yeah she's got to work with mr butler to decide on all the events basically yeah um and yeah she thinks like janet's gonna be really impressed yeah um and then steven's on his way out to basketball practice and he says to jess my esp is letting me know that you should stay inside today yes his esp also told him that he was going to be late for basketball practice if he didn't leave (laughs) on time um yeah so he 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 warns her to stay inside or else and this does give Jessica the creeps, and uh, also Liz gets the creeps as well. Yeah, yeah, they they're they're both creeped out, um, and they tell Alice this. They're like, we're we're getting freaked out by by Stephen, mm. and we're fed up. Um, and Alice is just like, you know, why don't you deal with it yourselves? You normally deal with Stephen by yourselves. Yeah, I'm not going to be a parent. I'm not going to be a parent. Why would I get involved? Just sort this out yourselves. I'm just the adult <laughs> sort it out amongst yourselves. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, she says she's surprised the two of them haven't come up with a plan yet to make him stop. Yeah. Um, well, the plan was this. We tell our mum. Yeah. You know? Like, our brother's winding us up. Yeah. Be a parent and do something about it. Well, apparently that was not an option. So uh, <laughs> here we are. So they decide that they're going to make a plan of their own. Yes. Elizabeth heads to the library to look for the latest Amanda Howard, bo- Amanda Howard books. Yes. Um, she's all into mysteries at the moment. Horses yeah. out the window. Now it's all mysteries. <laughs> and she sees the new girl, another new girl. Well, kind of. Book. <laughs> the book calls her a new girl, but she's kind of not at this point, which is weird. Yeah. So uh, this is Pamela Jacobson. Um, and she started... So basically, this is her first year. She started in the sixth grade. So by this point, she's not really the new girl. Mm. She's a small, pretty girl with soft brown wavy hair and a pale complexion. And it turns out that she also loves Amanda Howard. Yes, she's and uh, she likes writing. Uh, yes, yes, she does like writing. Um, and of course, you know, it takes Liz no time at all to start yapping on about the Sixers. Yeah, she suggests that Pamela writes a feature for the, about the Mini Olympics. Um, even though she's never seen this girl write, yeah, she she's could just be got absolutely like, shit. She's just got set this and sixth sense for writers. She's not like, oh, you can, you know write an article about something and submit it and see if we like it she's like the main feature on the main event of, of 
the score at the moment, like the Mini Olympics. Because let's be okay. honest, there must be nothing. What's going on in Sweet Valley Middle School? The Olympics is clearly the biggest thing they've had, yeah. right? And yeah, she's just going to give it to this rando. Never seen her right before. But then Liz kicks herself when she remembers that Pamela has a heart condition, so she can't do anything athletic, including taking part in the Olympics. You've asked her to write about the Olympics, Liz, not take part. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why this is a problem, really, but fine. So Pamela's last school was a school for special kids. Yeah. Um, that's what it says in the book. Yeah, yeah. Pamela says, uh, it's okay. I like it when people forget I'm different. And she says she's okay as long as she doesn't run or overdo it. She left Ridgedale because she wanted to try a regular school and see how she got on. Yeah, I, I have a note here um, that says... Uh, Pamela doesn't want to uh, doesn't like to be defined by her disability uh, and so she left that school to go for a regular school I have a horrible feeling that Pamela is about to be defined by her disability for the rest of this book <laughs> um, and then we cut to gym class the next day and Janet is impressed at Jess's role in the Olympics she is indeed she's very pleased that two unicorns are on the committee yeah Lila's pissed right off <laughs> Uh, Lila's been made assistant chairman. Yes, assistant to Jess, which must make Jessica very smug. Mm. Jessica tells the unicorns she wants to make the Olympics more competitive this year. So she wants to have individual trophies instead of teams, more jumping activities and a triathlon. Yes, and Lila... Oh, the the tension between Jessica and Lila. <laughs> which is... Do you know what I was going to say? is really interesting, actually, because we're not just doing twins. We're also doing Sweet Valley High on Kelly's, right? Two mm. shows, two different shows. But this Lila-Jessica rivalry has been, like, building in both at the same yeah. time. It's really weird. Like, they're yeah, both Yeah, because we've building. just done Showdown in Kelly's Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah. Which was sort of Jessica versus Lila. It was. Um, so, yes... Um, Lila immediately argues that Jess is only adding more jumping events because Jess is a good jumper. And Jessica says the whole point of the Olympics is to make them a challenge and to make them difficult. It's like, yeah, fuck making them fun or having a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not know. about that. It's Just like... having a nice day with all your classmates. No, the whole point is to make them difficult. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's got to be a, it's got to be a struggle. These sixth graders. <laughs> make everyone suffer. Make them all suffer, yeah, exactly. And cry when they lose. <laughs> So they start arguing. Uh, Janet tells them to pipe down. Yes, she uh, jokingly suggests that they should have a purple team on the Olympics, <laughs> which uh, makes everyone laugh. But I was really surprised they don't actually end up doing that. I thought mm. that would be a thing that Jessica would have done. And yeah, we're reminded that all the unicorns wear purple to signify how special and beautiful they are. Oh, yes. Don't know how that signifies that, but no, apparently so. No. Then we cut to Pamela and we learn a bit more about her. Um, she's got two older brothers, Sam and Denny, who are both, quote, normal. Yes, this book, the book is saying yes. it's not us. So she's got two clear. normal brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's had two operations, but she'll never be able to do a lot of the things other kids do. Yes, her heart is, is too weak, basically. Her father's a doctor and he's very overprotective of her. He didn't want her to leave Ridgedale. Um, and he still wants her to go back. Yeah, the the book also says, you know, she's even late for class a lot because she can't rush like normal people do. Yeah, um, she is finding she... it hard at Sweet Valley Middle School. Yeah, because there's no um, ramps or anything like that. Mm. It's, 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 the the school she came from was much more set up for her. Yeah. Um, uh, although she said she was, she said she's kind of an outcast there because she was less disabled than most people there. So she yeah. wanted to come here, but now she's here, she's struggling. 
And she falls left out because she can't join the boosters or the gymnastics squad. Yeah. Um, she can't join in t- with gym class. She sat on the bleachers watching the unicorns play volleyball. And she wishes she was one of them. Yes, because she overheard uh, Janet saying to Ken that the unicorns are called the unicorns because they're special. Uh, and she thinks that, you know, it would be much easier if she could be special in a group or in a crowd rather than being on her own. Mm, it's deep. Deep. <laughs> hey, come on. She's a sixth grader. I mean, you know. Um, and, and then, t- like, t- idiot Tamara. Oh. It's like, it's like, come on, join in. Yeah, do they not know? <sighs> I know. And then she tells Tamara she's not allowed. And she tries and t- again. And Tamara frowns. Yeah, no, Tamara's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, so Pamela starts crying and runs out of the gym. Yeah. The old Sweet Valley tradition, going red yeah. and crying and running out. So at lunch, um, I love this bit, at, <laughs> this lunch, at lunchtime in the cafeteria, Elizabeth and Amy go and sit with her and uh, they're, they're so unsubtle. And by the way, when they walk over, they can tell she's been crying. Yeah. So they go over and they're just like, hey, isn't volleyball rubbish? <laughs> yeah, I, I oh, hate man. volleyball. I don't hate you? volleyball. Yeah, me too. I hate it. It's like, God, that that's so obvious what you're doing. It's so obvious that I think like half in jest pamela looks at them and goes i think you're just trying to make me feel better yeah because it's like such an obvious thing <laughs> like you've just walked up to her in the middle of school and for no reason just blurted out i hate volleyball. i hate volleyball <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh pamela tells them that she feels like a wimp and she just wants to show her father that she can survive at sweet valley yeah liz thinks that uh she's going to tell jessica to take pamela into consideration when she plans the olympics and she makes Pamela a promise. She says, she'll promise. I promise that I'll make sure you stay at Sweet Valley Middle School. That is a promise you can't keep. I know. How are you going to keep that promise? What is, what's it got to do with... This is not her responsibility. No, she's As just always. taken this... Uh, As again, always. It's, it's, a, it's a crusade that she's now given herself so yeah. that she can be self-righteous. Back at home, the twins plan to make Stephen think he really does have ESP. Yeah, this logic <clears throat> escapes me. So they're really yeah. fed up with Stephen having claiming to have esp so their plan their genius plan to stop him is to pretend (laughs) that his esp is real which they think will freak him out and make him stop talking about it Mm. if that if someone did that to me i'd be like wow i really do have esp i'm going to use it more yeah so he comes out into the yard with some cookies and milk and uh he says he had a feeling at 10 30 a.m that one of them was in trouble Yes. It said that he had a premonition that, that Jessica would get hurt at 10.30 in the morning. And then Jess is like, wow, at that time I was playing volleyball and I nearly got hit by a ball and the teacher said it would really hurt. So it's like, well, immediately then he was wrong because she didn't get hurt. Uh-huh. Like almost. Stephen's eyes widen. And Liz asks him if uh, he's had any feelings about her. And he says, I had a feeling today that you'd find some money. And she's like, oh, my God, I found $5 on the way home. Yeah, she's like, oh, you must have overheard Amy talking to me about the $5 we found. And he's really alarmed. He turns pale and runs away. He runs away saying he's got to make a phone call. <laughs> yeah. Jess bets he'll sharp about it now. Yeah, Unfortunately, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're only on like page 10. <laughs> Liz explains about uh, Pamela's condition to Jessica and how she's excluded from the Mini Olympics. Jessica suggests that she can help with posters and promotion. Yeah. But Elizabeth says she should be able to compete. And Jess is like, well, (laughs) there won't be much point. All the events are pretty hard, so she'd have to get into better shape. 
Something she's disabled. She, hey, she's, she's got a heart condition. She can't get into better I mean, shape. Yeah, she can't get in. You can't get into better shape. Um, <laughs> Jess kind of has half a point, though. I mean, her heart might explode if she gets involved in, yeah. in, in the the, uh, the events. But yeah, it's I like. I like, case they, of like Jess is like, oh, it's just a cold. Like, just yeah. get over it. He's just a bit unfit. Just a bit unfit. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth suggests that they could add some events that she could take part in. Like maybe a talent contest or some puzzle games. Mm-hmm. And Jessica says, what would be the point in rearranging things when I like things the way they are? <laughs> yeah, as long as she likes things the way they are. Yeah, oh yeah, as long as it's the way you want. That's all that really matters. And she also says, maybe Pamela should have stayed at her old school. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, her parents think that. So, you know, that's something. Yeah, but Elizabeth gets so angry at this that Jessica's actually shocked. Yep. And she says she'll talk to Mr. Butler. Yeah, she actually she actually is like scared of Liz or yeah. concerned that Liz is so feels so strongly about it. So she does actually agree to speak. I, I mean whether she would actually do it or but not. But there is a condition attached. Yeah. Elizabeth needs to help her out with a new plan she's got to scare Stephen. Hmm. Cut to dinner later, Jessica tells Stephen that she's read a book and it said people with ESP sometimes have visions at night. Yeah, she believes that soon. Stephen will start seeing spirits in his sleep. He's so freaked out by this that he doesn't eat his dinner. I know. They put him like, off his food. That and for is serious. Stephen. Yeah, that's some serious stuff. Yeah. Um, and then Je- when Jessica says maybe he'll see a spirit soon, he throws down his napkin and storms out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bearing in mind, Stephen kept eating after his girlfriend died. He was still eating. <laughs> so, like, you know, this is like some serious, yeah. serious terror we got going on here. Later on, um, Elizabeth and Jessica have snuck out to the garage with their torches to get the ladder. Liz is, of course, going along with this, but complaining that this is a terrible idea the whole time. Yeah, and I agree. This sounds very dangerous. Oh, no, it does sound very dangerous. I just like that Liz is telling her that it's a really bad idea while still helping her to do it. Yeah, she's begging Jess to go back inside. I mean, I guess this is the condition of the Olympics thing, right? So I guess she's Mm. doing it for, uh, for Pamela. So they get the ladder... Um, and it's, they're actually struggling already to carry the ladder. Yes, to even carry so the ladder to where they need it. It's dangerous already. Yeah. It's in the middle of the night. It's pitch black. Yep. Their parents think they're in bed. Yeah. They drag the ladder to Stephen's bedroom window. And then Jess goes to get her a ghost costume. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we, we get mention of the creature from the Black Lagoon costume. We do. Um, because Liz uh, is having doubts, but then she remembers how Stephen scared Jessica by dressing up as the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Best costume ever. The best costume ever. Well, I I still, I think I preferred the robot, but I liked oh. both. Oh my God, I forgot about the, that. The tinfoil robot. He, he bought every single uh, all the, tinfoil all in the, the shop. All the in the shop. Yeah, from the tinfoil <laughs> shop, presumably. <laughs> um, Jessica's ghost costume is actually just a white sheet with eye holes. Yeah. Classic well, ghost costume for Classic, kids. traditional ghost. Yeah. Um, and Jessica climbs up the ladder and she tells Liz to hand her the costume when she's at the top. Yeah, so, um, you know, meanwhile, Stephen's in bed Mm. and he starts to hear scratching. Mm. So Jessica's draped the sheet over her head and she starts tapping on the window and then she presses her face up against the glass. Oh boy. And Elizabeth thinks that she does actually look scary. I think she looks stupid. (laughs) Yeah, um, but yeah, Stephen is terrified. And he starts screaming. 
Yeah, he's yeah. He's actually been my baby in this book. Isn't he, he is a right. He is a real baby in this book. Considering normally he he complains at the twins for being yeah. babies. Here he is an absolute baby. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, well, he... I guess if you like saw someone at your, at your window, window at night, pretty... you would actually be quite scared, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he. So what happens is he he hears the 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 scratching and the tapping. He heads to the window and he turns the light on. So the light comes on and he sees this ghostly face and he's terrified. But then, of course, tragedy strikes. Yeah, Jessica's startled by his screaming, so she falls off the ladder. Oh, no. And she brings the ladder down with her. The whole family come out of the house. Um, and cut a long story short, she has to go to the emergency room. Yeah, she thinks that she's broken her foot. So it turns out she's got a sprained ankle and she'll have to stay off it for at least three weeks and be on crutches. Yeah, Jess is like absolutely heartbroken because she Mm. can't do... She's got cheerleading practice on Monday. She's got the mini Olympics coming up. And the doctor's like, you can't do either of those things. The doctor doesn't even offer telling stories and prayer, thoughts and prayer (laughs) to solve this one. This is like, no, 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 you're going to have to stay off it. Even even saying how great you are will not cure this Mm -hmm. injury. Maybe she hasn't got a sprained ankle. Maybe it's something else. Just think positive. Maybe she's got a broken arm. Isn't that like the answer to... Oh, God, yeah. Maybe she's got mono. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's got MS. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, but Ned actually agrees to let her off for the prank because he says it's punishment enough. Yeah, he says that he did something similar when he was a kid. He sprained his ankle and he learned never to play pranks mm. like this. So he thinks she's learned her lesson. Stephen, however, still fuming. Yeah. Jessica's pleased she got off so lightly, though. Yeah. Next day at school, she's centre of attention. Yes. Caroline Pierce is shrieking at her. <laughs> um, but she's finding things hard, like the stairs and carrying her books. Luckily, Bruce Patman has been helping her out. Yeah, so having a sprained ankle sucks, but she is enjoying the attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lila says she's sorry Jessica won't be able to head up the Olympics anymore. And Jess tells her straight that her brain still works. Yeah. And Pamela's been giving Jessica sympathetic looks all day. Um, and Jessica thinks, it's not as though we have anything in common. <laughs> um, because her injury is only temporary. Yeah. I mean, she's right and wrong there. Like, they, she can't, you know, compare a sprained ankle to a heart condition. No, but it but does give do her share, a perspective yeah, exactly. on... Like the you stairs know. and things and yeah. not being able to do everything you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next day she complains to Ellen that nobody cares about her. Like even though she's been getting non-stop attention. Yeah. She says, nobody cares about me. I, I think at this I, point it's like, oh, people have stopped giving me attention now. Yeah, they so gave me attention like, for a day and yeah. now they're ignoring me. She has to miss boosters practice. Lila's oh, edging her way into her role as chairman. So Lila is uh, getting Mr. Butler, telling Mr. Butler that she just wants to help. Um, yeah, she's she's like, well, I'm the assistant and I'm mm. trying to help because the, the committee chair is really badly yeah. injured. I'm just trying to she help. She knows what she's doing. Do you think Jess would be absolutely fucking insufferable with this injury as well, though? Yeah. At gym class, Jessica has to sit on the bleachers with Pamela. Oh, my God. Things are desperate. And Pamela tells her how much she hates gym class. And Jessica says she didn't realise... She just, she just thought Pamela enjoyed it. She thought she loved watching, watching able-bodied else. people run yeah. around and play sports with all of their friends. I don't see why um, Pamela doesn't just go to the library or something. Yeah, I wouldn't go at all. I'd just be like, well, mm. I'd rather just not be here if I have to sit here and watch this. Like, yeah. 
You know, it's like it's something you want to do and you're not allowed to yeah. do. I'd just be like, yeah, I'd just go to the library or something. Uh, but Pamela says it must be worse for Jessica because she's used to joining in. But Jessica says, well, at least my injury is only for three weeks, so it's actually worse for you. Yeah, she's at least I'm not empathy? like this. At least I'm not like this forever, Pamela. Yeah, yeah no, she does. She does. <laughs> she. It, it's difficult for me to read Jessica giving genuine empathy, and she yeah. is here. But when I read it, I, I can't I come help across but either feel way. Like you know, a bit like she's being a bitch. But no, you're right. She is. She is genuinely because she's lived with this for a few days now, and she is realizing actually it does suck. Like mm. it is hard to get around. And Pamela says maybe I was better off at Ridgedale, and maybe I should go back. And Jessica actually says no. She says no, don't give in. We cut to the Mini Olympics committee meeting. Nobody's listening to Jessica. No. And uh, Lila's been speaking to Mr Butler uh, behind Jessica's back and making changes. Yeah. And she's been giving him the impression that Jessica knew. Yeah, and and Jessica is fuming and and tries to voice this, but Mrs Butler's like... Mr Butler. Sorry? (laughs) Mr Butler. Mr Butler. (laughs) Um, is is like she's just trying to help. Lila's just trying to help you yeah. because Lila's sat there all. I imagine she sat there all sweet and innocent, like oh, I'm just trying to help my friend. Yeah, you know? and she she smirks at Jessica. Oh yeah, I imagine she like sticks her tongue out when the <laughs> teacher's not looking. Turns out she's taking care of the publicity too. She's got her dad to run a full page advert in the Sweet Valley News. Wow, that's a bit much. That is a bit much yeah. for this like little like middle school event. Yeah, but. uh I guess Mr. Fyler probably paid them a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Daddy will do anything for Lila. Um, And then back at home, Liz reminds Jess that she's not going to be able to compete. And Jessica had forgotten about this. Yeah, Jessica, it just like hadn't, like she was worried about cheerleading practice, but she hadn't considered the fact that you actually won't be able, like not only is the committee not working out Mm -hmm. for you, but you won't be able to compete because of your sprained ankle. And Elizabeth's really smug. And she points out, well, you did plan the Olympics so they excluded certain people. Like the little kids who won't stand a chance on their own against uh, the older kids. Because yeah. obviously Jessica said there are no teams anymore. Um, And she said, and Lois Waller. Jess is disgusted at the mere mention of lazy Lois Waller. Also, they, they always talk... Like Lois Waller is the only overweight person in the She is school. no, she is like the only one. Because Elizabeth it. could have said an overweight people. No, no. <laughs> she said, no Anne Lois Waller. The only one. She Lois she's Waller. the only overweight person in the whole Sweet Valley. Yeah. Just then, like in Hyde. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um And yeah, Jessica says uh, Lois is lazy. And she says it wasn't possible to plan it so that all the weaklings had as much chance as the athletes. Well, now you're a weakling, Jessica. (laughs) And Elizabeth says, well, if you change things and made them more inclusive, you could take the credit and you'd make Lila look like a fool. And you'd be able to take part. Yeah. Liz should have applied Jess's logic. You know, like, she's injured, but Liz should just apply Jessica's logic and just be like, well, you just need to get a bit healthier. Yeah. Just work out a bit more. Get in shape. (laughs) Come on. What's wrong with you? Um, so Jess is up for it. I, I reckon making Lila like a fool was what swung it. I think you're right. Um, and she says she's going to call Mr. Butler straight away. And then Liz goes off and calls Pamela to tell her, but Pamela's upset. Yes, her her parents are Her dad are having... specifically. Yes, her dad is... Well, we, we've determined her dad's very overprotective. Mm. Um, and uh, there's some pressure to, to go back 
Yeah, her dad's concerned she's not fitting in at Sweet Valley Middle School. Yes. Um, so Elizabeth feels determined, even more so, to help Pamela prove herself to her father. Yeah, and, and she just, just hopes she's not too late. Mind your own business. Yes, stay <laughs> out of it. Meanwhile, Pam heads downstairs and uh, finds her parents and her two normal brothers waiting. Mm. Denny is an absolute. He sounds like an absolute asshole. I've literally got that written here. Denny is an absolute prick. <clears throat> Apparently, he doesn't want Pamela at his school. No, because uh, she's not the sister that he he wants. You know, she's um, yeah. He he's. I, he's I just one see him as an absolute like a proper bro. Yeah, know. and he's one of those people that are, is good at everything. Yeah, and so he wants a sister that's you know the same equally as yeah. Um. And he's told their parents about the mini Olympics and how she's being excluded. Yeah, and and the parents are also concerned that she isn't making friends because they she never has friends come round to visit and all yeah. that kind of stuff. She um, says she's been trying to get involved in other things like the Sixers. Um, yeah, but her her father suggests she goes back to Ridgedale next month. Yeah, and that prick Denny's like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but then Pamela says you know she's just shy but she is making friends and she really wants to stay at sweet valley mm. and at that point denny just freaks out and he's <laughs> just like this is making a terrible mistake it's like jesus <laughs> denny like she wants to stay in the school it's fine like he's like completely i don't like freaks denny. Out about it no i, I don't hope we either. never see him again i don't think we'll see any of these people again <laughs> if i'm honest i think pam will never be heard from again so she goes and cries her eyes out in her bedroom yeah and then we cut to the library where she bumps into Elizabeth. <laughs> Liz says, twice in one week, we must both have ESP. Hmm, God, not another one. <laughs> um, and Elizabeth, she tells Elizabeth what her parents said. And Elizabeth says she's got to stay so that people in so-called normal schools can find out more about so-called special kids. Like... If you're unhappy, it doesn't matter. You've got to stay so we can all gawk at you, <laughs> you just be and un- learn about you. You just be unhappy in a school that's ill-suited to your needs yeah. and can't meet your yeah. needs and demands and so might can... be endangering your health yeah. just so that we can learn a lesson. Yeah, and we can treat you like an exhibition. Yeah, well, you know? more importantly... It's not a project. More importantly, yes, exactly. More importantly, let can you please be my pet project yeah. for this week? Um. And Elizabeth also compares Pamela to Lois Waller. Yeah, I, I, this is the thing. Liz and Jess are just as bad as one another. Yeah. They're just as bad. And she compares her to a tiny kid called Jimmy Underwood. Yeah. I who's quite apparently like, really, really tiny. I like that name. Is, I he think he's tiny, ta- is he as tiny as Ken, though? I think he's taken over from Ken because oh, we God. hear about Ken later on and things have changed. I oh, know, I'm not happy with Ken. Me either. Kind of, I was really shocked. the first shocked. time ever, I'm not happy with Ken. I know. Especially we've come a long way from uh, yeah, everybody's taller than I. <laughs> <laughs> so back at home, Elizabeth talks to Jessica again about Pamela. Yeah. And it dawns on Jessica that she can use Pamela to get sympathy from the teachers and make a stronger case to change the Olympics. So she says, okay, I'll take her to a committee meeting. Yeah, she thinks if she actually brings a disabled person with her, they won't have the heart to turn yeah. her down then. They'll have to so, go with this yeah, plan. Yeah, again, let's let everyone just use Pamela just use Pam. for what we want. Yep. Uh, and she thinks she doesn't care if Pamela leaves the school as long as she can show Lila up. Yeah. She heads to Pamela's house straight away. And she realises as well, she can also use poor Pamela to flirt with Denny. Yeah. 
Yeah. She immediately, like, I think as soon as she turns up, she pretty much just starts speaking to Danny rather than her. Yeah. She talks to Danny about the boosters because apparently he loves them. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. Um, And then she goes up to Pamela's room and she sighs at how tidy it is. Yeah, she's like how disappointed terrible. because it's clean and there's not Johnny Buck posters everywhere, <laughs> basically. And, uh, she tells her how that ableist bitch Lila's excluded disabled people. <laughs> yeah, she does. She makes out like yeah. Lila's purposely gone out of her yeah. way to exclude disabled people. <laughs> um, and she says she needs Pamela's help to get the committee to be more open-minded. And in more weird coincidence slash crossover, Jessica actually says that she thinks she's heading for a showdown with <laughs> Lila. Oh my God. Yeah. Um. So Penny tells her that at her old school they have wheelchair races and they had events that involve events that involve brain power. Yeah. And Jessica says maybe we could have an event where everyone has to use crutches. Well, I wonder how you came up with that idea, Jessica. Mm. And Pamela starts going on about how amazing Jessica is. Even though, like, oh, how does Pamela not even see how shallow and obvious this I all know. is? You know. Like, you never spoke to me until you sprained your ankle. And now you want, you specifically, the one event you've come up with is using crutches for yeah. something. Um, but she agrees to go to the next meet, to the committee meeting. So we get to the committee meeting uh, and Mr. Butler asks Jessica why she's only just mentioning this now. <laughs> and she says she was afraid certain people wouldn't approve. And, and she, she looks pointedly like, at Lila. She looks at Lila, yeah. Um, and as as Jess wanted, Lila complains about the changes made and she makes herself look bad. Yes. And um, the teachers are just, you know, they're they're all over this. They're like, this is wonderful. Mm. It's a wonderful thing you're doing, Jessica. Because Jess uh, tells them about how she'd been too lazy to change things before. But now she's learned her lesson. Yeah. Miss Ulrich starts shouting, hear, hear. And she starts hitting the chair with a rolled up piece of paper. She's like down. getting really yeah, overboard she's getting with like this. way into this idea. Like if you were so into this, you could have done this already. You are yeah. the teachers. You literally pretty much inform how things go, right? But Lila, rightly so, points out that Jessica didn't give a shit about disabled people until she sprained her ankle. Until last Wednesday. But um, Jessica, pretty manipulative here, is a good answer. She says, yeah, you're right. I was. But now I've learnt. Mm. And she gives a really dramatic speech mm -hmm. about how she's seen the error of her ways. It's so dramatic, Mr. Butler wells up. <laughs> and Miss Ulrich says she's going to give her the PTA Civic Service Award because she's such an amazing young woman. Jess now has permission to change anything and everything that she wants about the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And Lila is fuming. Lila calls her a rotten creep. And Jessica says, I'm only thinking of the poor disadvantaged kids. But it's great because Jessica's doing exactly what Lila did in the last meeting, where Lila was like, I'm just trying to help a friend. Yeah. Now Jess is doing exactly yeah. the same back to her. It's brilliant. We cut to the Wakefield kitchen uh, later on and she tells Stephen all about it. But he agrees with Lila that she's selfish, basically. Yeah, he, he like actually says, like, my ESP is telling me that as soon as you're off crutches, you won't care about disabled yeah. people anymore. On Sunday, she goes to Pamela's house to make plans. She tells Pamela they'll go down in history for this. And then we find out that at school, people have been all over Jessica all week, asking her loads of questions. 
and saying how brilliant she is. And she told them all that she's all she'd always thought sporting events were unfair and something ought to be done. Yeah, that's why she wouldn't let Amy into the boosters and oh everything God, else. Yeah. Sure. Caroline suggests that she runs for student council. And she starts considering it, even though she used to think it sounded dull. Well, she's basically realising that being conceited like Liz actually can get you quite a lot of uh, perks. Yeah. She's basically seeing the other side of the coin now. If she's like Liz, which is the reason Liz does most of the things. I'm I'm convinced that Liz does most things for attention too. (laughs) She's seeing the other side of that coin. She'd even started imagining herself as the first female president of the USA. It wouldn't be a twins book without Jessica's daydream. Yeah. Pamela says she's been having so much more fun at school since she'd been hanging around with Jessica. And this makes Jessica panic. She thinks, oh my God, I hope Pamela doesn't think we're actually friends. I know, she's like, oh no, what have I done? And she thinks, I hope she doesn't expect to become a unicorn. I hope she expects to be ditched the second this sprained ankle's (laughs) gone. And she's relieved when Pamela declines her invite to show the plans to Ellen and Janet later. Yeah. So Ellen and Janet arrive at Jessica's house and they brought along Lila. Yeah, and Jess is like, I didn't think you were coming. Lila looks like she's stepped out of Seventeen magazine in a suede skirt and boots. Brilliant. Jessica explains her ideas. And when I say her ideas, I mean Pamela's ideas. Yeah. Um. So they're still going to be teams. This is so fucking stupid, this bit. I know. I don't know if you've noticed what I noticed, but... So they're still going to be teams, but nobody can choose which event they do. Yep. They're all going to be drawn out of a hat, so it's fair. And some of them are sporting events. Yeah. And some of so them aren't. So if you means... happen to be a disabled person... Yeah. Is this where you were going with this? This, this means what... the less yep. sporty kids could still be made to do a sporting event that they're uncomfortable with. Well, it also means... That someone like Pamela, whose heart might explode if she ends up doing, you know, like over-exercise, might end up being forced to exercise yeah. because she got and picked some, randomly. And somebody who's a bit stupid, you know, could be put in a brain power event. Yeah. And they're not going to have a clue. Basically. Like what they should have done is... Is catered. Expanded all the events and then said everyone can, can nominate apply for people whatever from they want. their team who they think is going to be the best at or, it. Or they can nominate themselves for events yeah so yeah this isn't fair at all no it's awful and some of these events yeah i mean good lord so she's added a bed making competition yeah so are, are they going to car actual beds into school i was like, thinking how this, are they going to get I, beds to school there's four teams right yeah so they needed at least four beds mm-hmm. sure there's also a wonderful competition where you and your partner are tied together and you have to untie <laughs> each other. Yeah. There's an egg race, which I'm guessing is That's like an standard. egg and spoon race. That's standard, yeah. Um, and there's some weird thing involving a kickboard and a bowl of water, mm-hmm. which Lila says sounds ridiculous. She's right. Um, wheelchair races, obviously. And crutch cro- croquet, where contestants use one crutch to walk with and the other to hit the balls. Lila immediately accuses Jessica of putting that event on so that she can enter and win. But Jessica is saying, like, no, they're going to be random. It's going to be random. I'm not yeah, putting myself right. in for anything. She's got Jessica's number. <laughs> they start having an argument again, Lila and Jessica. Uh, but Jessica remembers that Janet's Lila's cousin, so she she calms down. Yeah, she's basically about to lose it with Lila. And she's like, I can only push this so far if I want to stay in the unicorns. Mm. Later on, Ned and Alice tell Jessica how proud they are. 
But Stephen says his ESP is telling him she'll forget all about disabled people when her ankle heals. <laughs> he is not wrong. Um, so Liz and Pamela are at the library again. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Pamela's agreed to write the article for the Sixers. And she admits to Liz that she's been making it harder for herself by not getting involved in the things she can do. Yeah, because she's a shy person. Well, I, I think she's correct, really, though, because she's been like, oh, I can't do the gymnastics club. I can't do the boosters. There's plenty of, you know, things she could have done. But she's kind of just been a bit like, I'm not going to do anything at all then. Fine. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but she's admitting that to Liz now. Yeah. She's saying, like, you know, it's it's not my father. Well, <clears throat> it, like, obviously, he wants to send me away. But it's not just my father. I have actually uh, stopped myself from doing things I could have done, like the Sixers. And, and Liz is like, yeah, I thought you weren't in, uh, weren't interested, which I assume means that Liz is just relentlessly gone on at her about <laughs> yeah. writing, even though she's like... You know, said no. Yeah, but Pamela says she's, from now on she's going to try harder to be involved in other things. Yeah. Um, and then when Liz gets home, Stephen's going on about his ESP again. Oh boy. So he's got this scheme where he's going to set up bets on which team will win. Yeah. Uh, the Olympics, and then he's going to charge people for his ESP tips. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna pretend to have any kind of. You know higher morality here if i had esp it's i'd definitely try and make some money from yeah. it. yeah maybe not on this like that but i would certainly be like huh what are the lottery numbers you know and then uh jessica admits to liz that she's bored of being a good person i love that she actually says i am fed up with being yeah. good and she says i've got to go to a pta lunch to accept my dumb award yeah and she admits that she only changed the game so she'd be able to join in I love that Liz acts shocked surprise. Yeah. And she says, I might get sick of being good when the Olympics are over. Yeah, probably like the day after. Yeah. At Pamela's house, Pamela's telling her mum that she wants to stay at Sweet Valley Middle School. Her mum is supportive, but he says, uh, she says, we'll have to convince your dad. Yeah. And Pamela thinks maybe the Olympics will. Yeah, maybe when he sees that I'm part of one, when he when he sees I'm one of the gang, um, <laughs> ah, you know, it'll yeah. be uh, it'll be possible. So we finally get to the Olympics. Jessica's wearing a purple ribbon in her hair to represent the unicorns, and she is done being good. She <laughs> has entered herself into the, uh, or she's decided she's going to rig it so that she's picked yeah, for the crotch of event. Course. So yeah, she's got this purple ribbon in her hair to show she's a unicorn. Like, do you think they just like beat up anyone else who wears purple? Yeah, but like the Hell's Angels. <laughs> like, only unicorns can wear this. Yeah, because some other kid might have a purple ribbon in their hair. Yeah, I mean, Lila bought. Um... But Lila is a unicorn. No, but she bought. Um... Oh, who did she buy the purple sweater for? Um, some Mary. random girl that never turned up again. Oh, Mary. Yeah, for Mary. Um, was it Mary? I think it was Mary. I think you're right. Uh, so Jess- Jessica and Pamela are on the blue team. Elizabeth and Amy are on the black team. Ellen's on the white team. And Lila, Janet and Ken are on the red team. Mm-hmm. Firstly, they're going to have the talent contest. Each team has to write a song and perform a short skit. Um, and then they're going to have an hour of brain games, which involves a junior version of Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. That sounds amazing. That sounds I want to play. I, I want to play that. That should be a board game. <clears throat> oh, I bet you could get a Wheel of Fortune board game. Oh yeah, there is we'll a Wheel of Fortune. List. I want a Sweet Valley one. I want a Sweet Valley Middle School. Oh, Sweet Valley Twins book. Oh, Sweet Valley World of Fortune game. Yeah. How, how would that work? I have no idea. <laughs> um, 
and then they're going to have the wheelchair races uh, and and the the stuff on the crutches, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jessica thinks to herself, nobody will suspect me of, of rigging it, so I can play crutch. She okay. she's like basically she thinks that now at this point everyone thinks she's such a savior mm-hmm. that she would never ever be you know sink to the level of putting <clears throat> herself into a competition. So the blue team win the talent contest, um, and their song is called the Blue Team Blues. And it's apparently really catchy. And Pamela wrote the lyrics. Yeah. So the song is, haven't you heard the news? We've got the blue team blues. You wake up in the morning and you're feeling out of sorts. You don't like dancing and you're tired of sports. What are you going to do? What are you going to choose? You know what you've got. You've got the blue team blues. She's not a very good writer. She's right. Yeah. (laughs) None of the other teams came close, apparently. No, this, Um, this, this blew them all away. To be fair, though. You know, you're entering the Olympics. You probably weren't expecting to have to write a song. Mm-hmm. The red team performed a skit making fun of the bed making contest that was written by Lila. Yeah, because Lila's Just obviously mocking the whole thing. Yeah, um, like everything Lila and Jessica do is to get one another. Everything they do, literally, that's their they, life. I think that is their life. Yeah, that's how <laughs> they live. Um, and apparently, like their song didn't make any sense. No, the red team had written a song called "Dread the Red." <laughs> And of course, Liz and Amy's team had written a song all about, uh, they'd written a skit all about news reporters. I bet Liz was really upset that the writing event she lost. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, yeah. But of course she couldn't complain, but I bet deep down she was like, oh. Mm. Um, Well, their team also had a song called Black Magic and it had a nice rhyme on tragic and magic. Brilliant. Genius. See what you did there. That's Liz's work there. That's that's Liz's creative mind at work. (laughs) Uh, we don't get to see any of the brain power events, but apparently Jess's team came third, so it makes the last set of events crucial. Yes. Lila gets drawn for the bed making competition, which I find hilarious. The bed making com- competition that she mocked. Yeah, yeah, and I bet she's never made a bed in her life. No, of course not. Of course not. Um, and she so she loses. I'm I'm wondering whether like Jessica rigged more than just her event. Yeah, she could have done. Like, yeah. Especially where Lila's concerned. Yeah. So, of course, Lila loses. Um, and who do you think wins? <gasps> I don't know. Neat freak Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, next, they have to walk across the shallow end of a pool, balancing a neck on a spoon. <laughs> and then the untie yourself game. Yeah. Uh, a three-legged race, water balloon throwing, and my favourite, pineapple bowling. Brilliant. <laughs> that just wouldn't work at all. I know. I want to try it. I'll try it, but yeah, it's not going to go where you want it to go, is it? (laughs) Um, This does sound better than the original Olympic plan, to be honest. Oh, no, it does now. Now that you've got these these wacky events. And Jessica's triathlon and and jumping events. This sounds great. Um, Jessica wins crutch croquet. I love that um, when she uh, draws herself for a crutch croquet she's she's like really loud and obvious about it like oh my <laughs> god i can't believe i drew myself and yeah. lila's just like you bitch <laughs> um and then we're down to the final event the wheelchair race and this is where ken matthews disappoints everybody mm. so ken's up for the blue team and pamela's up for the reds and ken cannot be the small little boy that we read in twins just you know five six books ago because he's changed he's yeah. a changed boy did you want to tell everybody what Ken said? Well, Ken Matthews 
<laughs> complains that it won't be fair for him to race because it's against two kids and uh and then he looks at Pamela. <laughs> and Pamela says, I think it'll be perfectly fair. So I've got an issue here. I've got an issue that Ken <clears throat> even said this. Well, I've got more than one. I've got plenty of issues um, with this whole book. Because but... Ken Matthews, our sweet little Ken, is now this... He's becoming the, you know, the sports Ken Matthews now. Mm. Since he got the success in, in basketball, he's obviously gone to his head. <laughs> and he's become a bit of a bully, you know? Yeah. Because so... we know it works out eventually. Because Ken is a lovely, lovely guy when it comes to Sweet Valley High. Yeah. But I wonder if... For a brief period here, the the, the, the success just, has gone to his head. Hopefully, it's just a slip of the tongue. Hopefully. Um. So I've got an issue. Wheelchair racing is actually a really strenuous activity. Very strenuous. <laughs> like, and Pamela shouldn't be allowed to do it. I actually wrote here. Spoilers: She doesn't die of a heart attack because. I thought exactly the same as you. And that's going to get your heart rate up as much as running. Maybe more so. Yeah, because you've got a heavy wheelchair. Yeah, and it's not, and it's well, and especially because um, she will at least she does at least walk all the time. Mm. Wheelchair is something she doesn't even normally do, so her it's heart's like, going to be strained yeah. way more than if she was even running. It's I like would the imagine. ghostwriter was like, "This is something disabled people can do." So, so therefore, it's therefore fine. Can do it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But ignoring that, um, Pamela actually wins. So in your face, Ken. She she wins only because Ken gets his hands trapped uh, in the spokes of the wheelchair. Tiny little hands. Tiny little hands. <laughs> <laughs> Pamela's dad's really proud. Oh, remember a couple of books ago, back when Ken was a lovely little boy and he was playing basketball with a tennis ball because his hands were too small? Yeah. That's how they got stuck now in Now he's there. kissing Amy. Yeah, he's become it's a man. disabled people. Oh, he's become an awful man. <laughs> <laughs> so Pamela's dad is so proud that he agrees she can stay in Sweet Valley Middle School. Yes, he's learnt a lesson. A week later, Jessica's off of her crutches and... Doesn't give a shit anymore. She doesn't give a shit about disadvantaged kids. (laughs) I'm so shocked. Stephen says his ESP is telling him her day is going to be unbelievably dull. Well, he is wrong. This is... We finally have hardcore proof that uh, his ESP ain't true. Yeah, because she's off to Ellen's to watch a new music video and then go to the mall with Lila and Janet. So there, Stephen. Well, and also, we see what happens that day. We do. So we cut to Ellen's. They're watching a video by a band called Toy Car. I want to see them. I absolutely love Sweet Valley Band names. They're, They're brilliant, aren't they? They're yeah. all good. We need to make a, compile a list. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Because uh, what was the other in Twins? There was the other band. Oh, I can't remember their name now. We need to go back. Obviously, there's the droids. Um, but in Twins, oh, I can't think what they were called. <clears throat> yeah, I can't remember. So uh, Ellen's little brother, Mark, comes in crying. Yeah. His pet parakeet, Leon, has been eaten by their cat. Yeah. He wants to bury him and Ellen begrudgingly agrees to hold a funeral. Yeah. Surely if, if he's been fucking eaten, there's not going to be anything to bury. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's gone, he's been eaten. It's really disgusting. You should probably get rid of that corpse. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. Or do you just think they're burying poo? What? Like, if all that's left of him, it's like he's been eaten, so they're just going to bury the cat's poo in the garden. (laughs) (laughs) So they hold a ceremony under a tree. Mark makes a super long speech about where he bought Leon, how much Leon cost, what what Leon's favourite foods were. 
Jessica and Ed. Probably. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to be a big surprise. <laughs> and I bought him from the pet shop. The pet shop, yes. Actually, maybe there was like a specific shop, like the parakeet, the parakeet shop. shop. <laughs> <laughs> and Jessica and Ellen clap respectfully. Oh. Mark starts digging a hole, but the sh- shovel hits something metal. <gasps> it's a heavy locked box. Mark thinks it must be buried treasure, but Jessica and Ellen play it cool and they're like, oh, it's probably nothing. We'll look at it later. But it's really because they want the treasure for themselves. Yeah, so Stephen's ESP has absolutely failed because uh, it looks like this day is going to be quite interesting. Yeah. What is inside the box? Find out in Sweet Valley Twins number 11, Buried Treasure. I'm actually quite excited to find out. I, I remember this one from childhood. I remember what's in the box. Uh, can I guess what's in the box? Yeah. Is it a new girl that everyone's going to hate until the last <laughs> 10 pages of the book and then become yeah. friends with them? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, listen to us in two weeks to find out what is inside the box. Yeah. I it's enjoyed be this a long one. Wait. It was... Uh, it, it was it was not as entertaining as I was expecting, but it was fun. Um, I'm I'm interested to see whether Pamela hangs around. There seems like with twins, there seems to be like a, a like two <clears throat> three two book rule maximum of like you're in the book as the guest star, and you're in at least you're mentioned at least in one or two books afterwards, <laughs> and then you're gone forever. Yeah, we'll see. Because like the Mercandy witch was like in one or two books and then gone, and it seems to be the trend is like the they're Mercandi mentioned witch. a couple of times and then gone. <laughs> I can't think of her first name. Nora. So just, Nora. I just call her Mercandy witch now. But yeah, you're as bad as the kids. I know. I'm terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. It was good. I'm looking forward to buried treasure though. I'm really excited now. I want to know what's in the box. Well, don't get too excited. Oh no. Just a warning. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the corpse of another parakeet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thanks for listening everybody and we are back next monday with um crash crash landing, landing in kelly's roadhouse oh boy plane Can't crash wait. yeah and we're back here in two weeks of course with buried treasure absolutely follow us online and give us comments um yep. we love your comments yeah we're on instagram as kelly's roadhouse and facebook as kelly's roadhouse podcast yeah so thanks for listening and we'll see you in a couple of weeks catch you next time bye